Good Sunday morning. This is Hashtag Everyone talking about Hashtag Everything. I'm Kate Doherty, and I'm here with the delightful Penny Ippinson and a special guest by the name of Ella Doherty and our other co-host this morning. Uh, Lee McKenzie is at, at home this morning, and um, she, we are all mourning the mm-hmm. passing of her mother-in-law, uh, Sharon. And so, Lee, you are in our thoughts and in our prayers. And Denise Dameron, who is typically our co-host, is broken down along the side of the highway on Poor US 61. Lady. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's that kind of a Sunday morning. So anyway, um, today, just a couple housekeeping tips. If this is your first time catching in the show, um, hashtag everyone talking about hashtag everything is a branch of an organization called Down Country uh, that is a tri-state original and um, sends uh, individuals from right here in the tri-states to national and international conferences so that they can better learn um, how to come back and pay forward the information they have because it's our goal to create um, national experts right here in the tri-state area and we use down syndrome as the voice for how hashtag every child learns um, we do also as part of the housekeeping the i learn scholarships are open right now through uh, september 14th you can go to down country's website up at downcountry.com for the application or if you have questions you can call or text 217-617-3568 again that's 217-617-3568 and penny i'm super excited because our iheart art applications have opened now through september 14th and we've already started to get some artwork oh, in oh my goodness so, i love it yeah if you have a kiddo adult if you yourself would like to create some art we are accepting those applications now through um, September 14th, and the artwork that will be selected uh, by the Hannibal Arts Council will be auctioned at Down Country's Rhinestones and Rodeo 2021. Can't wait for that. Can't wait for 2021, One, period. Two. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's move this year along. <laughs> That's totally okay. Uh, and let me see. Is there, oh, and Down Country's birthday party, mark your calendar location to be announced, but we um, the food will be by the amazing April Azate, mm. but so September 14th, we are going to have a party for Down Country's 10th birthday party. Oh my goodness, really? 10 years? It is 10 years. That's it's crazy. Fabulous. Yeah, and it's it seems wild to me because, uh, well, Ella right now is 10 and a half. And so when I think about this, Down Country, we started Down Country when she was six months old. Is that crazy oh or what? Oh my goodness. I mean, I didn't. That's a lot all at the same time, but wow, that has gone by so fast. I know. She's so big. Anyway, okay, so today we're going to be talking actually a little bit about kid health in this crazy kind of summertime because, um, you know, Penny and I were talking and we were coming up with show ideas and, and, you know, there's a whole lot of stuff that you can talk about and it's not all of it makes you, gives you Mm -hmm. you the warm fuzzy Mm -hmm. and and I was thinking about, you know, if as adults, sometimes we're having problems processing everything we're seeing. Um, and Penny's area is family and chi- child therapy. And, like, like, what are kids going through? And so, literally, we strong-armed Miss Ella into sitting in on this show with us. And uh, she loves us lots right now for doing <laughs> so. But more than that, I wanted, I mean, Penny, you know, when I think of, so for our listeners, I'm a little bit, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I, I, I would probably have been, I was born in 1974. And so when I think about the images I was seeing when I was like five or six, um, 
there was some crazy stuff going on in the world in the late 70s. And mm-hmm. it was it was a really big time of unrest. And so the images I saw on the TV, I remember just I remember seeing that because it was very different from what I I saw, you know, what right. I was experiencing. And it, right. it, it was scary. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember thinking it was scary and wondering why people would be so angry. Mm-hmm. And so now when I turn on my news, which I'm limiting myself to about once a week, um, simply because, again, those images, I mean, there's a lot of angry people. Absolutely. And, mm-hmm. and that anger comes through. And so I'm thinking about with our kids, like, what do we do, Penny? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, how do we how do we help them? Well, and I think that it, we have to keep in mind that it's hard for us to process this stuff. And we are grown adults who have had a wealth of experience and we are still struggling to know how to process it. Much the same as those people who are very angry. They're having a hard time processing it because they're so angry. Um, I think it's it's very, very challenging. and It's very unique to each person. But the thing that I keep coming back to in my psychological world that I live in is secondary trauma. We, I, I am not personally affected by the rioting, by all of this stuff, because it's not right there in front of me, but it is right there in front of me on the screen. Mm-hmm. And we love the media, obviously. We love the fact that we can turn on the TV, turn on the radio and hear what's going on. But as we have all heard so much about recently is we have choices and and we can promote all of that. But at the same time, we need to monitor our own selves as adults first. How much can we take in? And but we, too, need to process it. I mean, I don't know how many times my husband and I talk about it or we talk it over with our adult children, what we're seeing on TV, because it is scary. It just rivets all of our emotions and 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 so much that we just sit there going what well and why 20, <laughs> and 2020 has kind of been i mean and every year is different however i would say 2020 you started mm-hmm. by being riveted because of covid mm-hmm. you know and then and then like it just you know covid murder hornets you know mm-hmm. then peaceful protests oh, then rioting hornets. and looting and then you know i mean you see mm-hmm. the you see the funnies where people are like what's next is godzilla yes. coming in july mm-hmm. i mean what is what is 2020 going to dish up mm-hmm. um because because you really never know what's coming around the next corner and i do think about that um and we we have a lot of conversations in our household and i have yes. some friends who have totally turned off their news and TV because they want to um, protect their children mm-hmm. from the images they're seeing. In our house, Ella, like, we turn on the news. What do you think of that? I mean, what do you think when you see those images? Any? Just glad that it's not right outside of my front door. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's true. That's a, thank you. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, that's... <laughs> That's pretty good. I mean, I, I think All right, so it's over. <laughs> Thank God it's not outside your front door. But it's at the same time, that's interesting because some people, it is right outside their front door. And as you're talking about, Kate, is protecting. The reality is you can't completely protect your children. Mm-hmm. And as a result, we need to be in control to the best of our ability how and what they are seeing and what they're being exposed to. And if they are exposing or if they are exposed to something, then we need to talk to them about it. Even mm-hmm. if we don't have answers, because I think sometimes as parents, we think we're supposed to have all the answers. I have yet to figure out answers for anything that's been going on in 2020, you know, mm-hmm. but to help 
them to understand and help them to process that it's inside it's not inside our home it's not mm-hmm. outside our door like ella just said it's not right outside so but what about those kids where it is right outside mm-hmm. i mean seriously when i think about that and i find it okay so a lot of times to our listeners i look through a lens of of all three of my children but sometimes i also look through elliot's eyes mm-hmm. because elliot has down syndrome and and I think about this. And what is one of the things we tell Elliot? No. Uh, no, you can't do that. Uh, no, you have to do it this way. No, no, and I, no hitting, no throwing, mm-hmm. no tackling, no wrestling, no, you know, none of those things. And then the images that you see, you know, and oh, for kids, mm-hmm. you tell them, you know, you can't yell at me, you can't do this. Mm-hmm. And then you see these images, mm-hmm. and you're inundated with these images mm-hmm. where where you know adults are throwing things, they're hitting, they're wrestling, they're yelling, they're, you know, they're flipping the bird, they're saying Mm -hmm. bad words. Almost Mm -hmm. everything that we tell our children not to do, if you turn on the news... The adults are doing it. The adults are doing it. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. And and for me, I I always like in our house, so to our listeners, I'm at confession time, sometimes I cuss. Um, (laughs) My apologies, I work on it. Um, and but when when we cuss, we don't say call them bad words. Mm-hmm. We call them grown up words that grown ups really shouldn't say either. Um, but those are grown up mm-hmm. words, so like that's that. like why kiddos sh- shouldn't say them because they're grown up words. But they aren't words grown ups should even use. I like that. And mm-hmm. for us, bad words are reserved to certain words that are not ever 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 okay to say Hmm. and there are certain words that it is never ever ever okay to say um in my opinion and absolutely and that's okay (laughs) that's all right Mm -hmm. so anyway when we come back we're going to talk a little bit more about kid health a little bit more about what we can do and ways that perhaps we can help our kids not um suffer some ptsd from this absolutely we'll be right back this is hashtag everyone talking about hashtag everything I learn, I speak, I care. Hashtag every child. Down country. Because every child is a gift. Every child can learn. And every child learns differently. Up at downcountry.com. Up at downcountry.com. Or call 217-617-3568. 217-617-3568. Or visit Down Country on Facebook or Twitter. Hashtag every child. Don't you think it's time for a financial advisor who takes time to explain things? Brad Kurz, your local Edward Jones financial advisor, does. Investing can seem complicated. That's why he takes time to listen, understands your needs, and explains without jargon. Experience the Edward Jones difference. Contact Brad today, 573-221-1302. That's 221-1302. Making time to take time. That's how Edward Jones makes sense of investing. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Branching Out LLC, a premier lawn and landscaping service that can meet all your residential and commercial needs. Regardless of the season, Branching Out offers a service for maintenance-free outside living. Branching Out takes the time to listen to your needs and ensure it's done correctly the first time. If you're not satisfied, Branching Out is not satisfied. To contact Branching Out, call 573-501-0760 or visit them at www.branchingoutllc.com. I learn, I speak, I care. Hashtag every child. Down country, because every child is a gift. Every child can learn, and every child learns differently. Up at downcountry.com. Up 
at downcountry.com or call 217-617-3568, 217-617-3568, or visit Downcountry on Facebook or Twitter, hashtag everychild. Welcome back. This is Hashtag Everyone, talking about Hashtag Everything. I'm Kate Doherty, here with my co-host, Penny Ippinson. Our little third uh, co-host, <laughs> Ella Doherty, has abandoned the scene and is currently happily reading a book on her iPad. She is. She is. God bless her. Thank you so much, Ella, for being the first part of the segment with us. We appreciate that. However, although Kate and I were looking at each other like, oh, come on, stay. Ella said, no, I'm good. And and I think that that's a neat lesson for all of us is that sometimes, no, all the time, we need to listen to the kiddos. And even though I'm like, come back, come back. I want to talk to you some more. I We listen to Ella and Ella's like, we're good. I'm done. <laughs> so I think that that just parallels kind of what we're talking about today is that we have to read, we have to listen to the kiddos. And take their lead sometimes on stuff. Well, and I think we also, I think, okay, so this is a thought that just when you were just talking about that kind of popped in my head. I think we also have to realize that images for our children are very different than the images that we used to see. Mm-hmm. Like, and I say that because, again, for, I'm 46. So when I was on, when I was little, the, and, and again, mm-hmm. the news was the scary. I remember I said the news mm-hmm. was very scary to me. But the programming that would have been on when I was a child, there there was, I mean, it was the Lawrence Welk show. Guys, we only got seven and ten. Yes. So you had the Lawrence Welk show. Or Hee Haw. You had Hee Haw. <laughs> I mean, I remember the Brady Bunch, uh-huh. Marsha, 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 mm-hmm. and the Fonz. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, that was kind of the equivalent mm-hmm. of what my, my images, what I would have seen. Mm-hmm. And so when I think, though, about it, I think we also need to realize in some ways maybe our children are more prepared for the images they're seeing than oh, I was because because mm-hmm. Ella said in the previous segment she said that you know well I'm glad it's not right outside my door mm-hmm. and my concern as I told Penny is you know what about the kids you know that are growing up and it is right outside their door and you know the target's been burned or or these things have happened um, but then I, some of it I'm thinking about like the images that you see on TV now are extremely different than the images I would have seen as mm-hmm. a child so mm-hmm. there's almost I think. Um, I think there could almost be, and again, not. This is the opinion show, people. So just <laughs> live with it. Um, but I mean, like more when you when you see something over and over Abs- again, like yes. when you turn on Law and Order, or when you turn. I mean, because mm-hmm. because there is violence in all the TV programming. I mean, mm-hmm. like there is. People love it. I mean, right, it right. sells well. Right. So those images. I'm wondering if we're almost to a certain extent. Are we almost um, numb? Yeah. Yep. yeah. I'm thinking numb listening to you. We're almost numb. However, I think that, yes, on the surface we are numb, but we also have to remember, as I talked about earlier, is that secondary trauma. Our bodies remember, though. And so I think that we have to keep that in mind, that our bodies might still be reacting if we're n- even if we are numb to what we're visually seeing. Our bodies mm-hmm. might be reacting. And I like to use the example, I'm not 46. I'm a smidget older than Miss Kate over here. But I, to this day, struggle watching a scary movie in the oh, evening because in, during the nighttime, even if I have made it through the whole movie and I've talked it through, whatever, and I tell myself this is not real, this is not real, I will still, during sleep, process that movie and I am a kicking and I'm a screaming and I'm doing all sorts of stuff just because 
I have to process it even mm-hmm. more so even when I'm asleep. And I think that that's something we need to, I think this is a good example of how our bodies still feel that reaction, even if emotionally, initially, we're somewhat numb to it because we see it all the time. It's always on TV. You turn it on, you always see some sort of violence, especially now. You know, that's interesting because I've had several of my friends talk about, you know, their children, like, gosh, it's weird. Actually, I mean, like just even on mm-hmm. different forums, you know, my child's been having some problems sleeping. Mm-hmm. Well, that's certainly kind of interesting because when you look at this, whether you're talking about violence that you see on TV as part of kind of the, the that you see now, mm-hmm. literally all the time, whether it's close to you or not, mm-hmm. but even things like, you know, you see your... There, there's new stuff that you're seeing, the masks that are on people's faces. Absolutely. And, mm-hmm. and, 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 oh, gosh, I absolutely realized something else I want to talk to Penny <laughs> about. But, you know, I, I think for some, the masks are why that, – that's difficult to process for, mm-hmm. for kids, I think. Like, are we playing a game? You know, masks are something you wear at Halloween. What is this? Mm-hmm. And now suddenly that's what you see everywhere. And so it's mm-hmm. – um, and it's scary, too, because you can't read the person's face. And, and we teach our children to read people, to look at people and listen to their guts. And you can't read somebody's face if you only get to see their eyes. And I mm-hmm. think that that's difficult for kids, and it can be very scary and intimidating. Mm-hmm. And I think some adults have issues with it as well. Mm-hmm. So I think when we look at things that we can do with our kids— as far, and, and again, also, I want, I want to give a shout out. If you have a child who has a developmental or intellectual disability, understand there may be some more processing time mm-hmm. that's going to go on with this because, mm-hmm. um, you know, even even if they're doing really well with, with, with everything, there's a lot of changes and disruptions and routines mm-hmm. that for a typical kiddo are difficult. And when I say they're difficult, let's think about this. They're difficult for grownups. Absolutely. So they're going to mm-hmm. be difficult for kiddos, even if, even if the kiddo's doing really well. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, for my children, what they miss is being able to go to they want they want to be able to go to a baseball game. They, or Elliot wants to be able to go to a baseball game. Ella could give two hoots, but <laughs> um, you know they want to be able to go to a rodeo in person. There's a lo- there's things that are part of our norm mm-hmm. that aren't there anymore. And I think when I was a child, when I was twelve, our house burned down, and I remember. Um, when we were cleaning up, you know what I mean? Like, right. and, like, mm-hmm. and you know, when you work hard, there's certain things. And I remember thinking, oh, man, I can't wait till we get done with this and I can go home and I lay down on the couch. Mm. Well, there was no, ca- you know, then you uh. had to remember, like, there's no couch to go home to because mm. there's no home to go home to. And it's it's a really weird thing to process as a child because it's all suddenly different. Mm-hmm. And for our kids, that stability, which... As you get older, I think you realize the only constant in life is change. Yeah. And if you haven't realized Mm -hmm. that, then I think we need Mm -hmm. to work a little bit more on growing up because Mm -hmm. the only constant in life is change. Change. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that means that you necessarily have to love it, but I do think it's a valuable realization. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think maybe that would be a healthy message to talk to kids about Mm -hmm. is like, you know, hey, guys, change is going to be part of life. You know, this is going to be different. And, you know, we're... We're going to try and learn from it, and we're going to go on, and we're going to do the best we can. Mm-hmm. Um, and change can be good. Mm-hmm. And we be. have to keep that in mind. Even if change initially seems overwhelming and not expected, it can still be good. And maybe that's something we can talk about 
next week or something like that is how have we benefited from this? What are some positives not benefiting? I know that sounds very harsh or too much, too mm-hmm. grandiose, but how, how can we take from all these experiences and make a better change? Well, and I think one of the areas, like when you look at that as education, and again, mm-hmm. trust me, like there's a whole lot I don't like right now, you know, when it comes to education, like just the craziness that they're talking about. However, one of the things that I do think is very positive is suddenly we're having conversations about, okay, all right, we've got to relook at how we do this because mm-hmm. this isn't, mm-hmm. this isn't, this isn't working. And, yes. and if you're an educator out there, I hope you know what we're talking about here. Um, because it's impossible to do things the way they've always been done mm-hmm. and, and, and be healthy for kids. Absolutely. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. it, it has to be reworked. And how do you accomplish what you need to accomplish? How do you instill a love of learning? How do you give, you know, content knowledge and content access? Mm-hmm. And how do you do so in a way that doesn't turn off students? That's true. Because Very. it's, mm-hmm. you know, I, because that's a real that's a real deal. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, because we still have to educate. But how mm-hmm. are we going to educate differently? And mm-hmm. everybody has to get on board from the top all the way down to the students. So mm-hmm. absolutely. But I think, I mean, we can talk about this at the next part of the section, but um, is the fact of how do we still maintain stability as there's so much change going on? Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll talk about that when we come back from break. But we have to have that stability. We have to have some sense. I use the analogy of having a solid concrete floor to walk on. Mm-hmm. Even if there's some cracks, we still have to be solid. And how, as a family, how as individuals, how as a community, how do we find stability? Yeah, how do we how do we do that? Mm-hmm. That's great. We, we, when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about that. For right now, this is hashtag everyone talking about a hashtag everything. Don't you think it's time for a financial advisor who takes time to explain things? Brad Kurz, your local Edward Jones financial advisor, does. Investing can seem complicated. That's why he takes time to listen, understands your needs, and explains without jargon. Experience the Edward Jones difference. Contact Brad today, 573-221-1302. That's 221-1302. Making time to take time. That's how Edward Jones makes sense of investing. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Branching Out LLC, a premier lawn and landscaping service that can meet all your residential and commercial needs. Regardless of the season, Branching Out offers a service for maintenance-free outside living. Branching Out takes the time to listen to your needs and ensure it's done correctly the first time. If you're not satisfied, Branching Out is not satisfied. To contact Branching Out, call 573-501-0760 or visit them at www.branchingoutllc.com. I learn, I speak, I care. Hashtag every child. Down country, because every child is a gift. Every child can learn, and every child learns differently. Up at downcountry.com. Up at downcountry.com or call 217-617-3568. 217-617-3568. Or visit Down Country on Facebook or Twitter. Hashtag every child. Welcome back. This is Hashtag Everyone talking about Hashtag Everything. I'm Kate Doherty here with Penny Ippinson. And we've been kind of t- trying to talk about kids, kids' health, and, and all the different components in this, in this very changing world, um, from the images that we're seeing on screen to um, just trying to navigate, you know, seeing people with masks and, mm-hmm. and, and basically all the stuff that 2020, all the lessons <laughs> 2020 has brought us. Absolutely. But before we went on break, Penny was talking about the importance of 
with the change, whether we like change or whether we don't, how do we operate with the mode of stability? Mm. And Penny, you know what? I always call it operating by outline format. And you're going to laugh at that because no. if you if you were to walk in my house and to our listeners, like a lot of times you walk in and it looks chaos, panic and disorder. Like, is there anyone, you know, what is going on here? Because someone's painting, someone's over here throwing a book, someone's reading, you know, quietly in a corner. And, and yet... We do have mm-hmm. a p- routine. Like there are certain things that we do. Like in my house, like when you get up, um, like either you have quiet time. You know, if we have somewhere to go, then and you know, quiet time is not mm-hmm. is not possible. Then you know, like there's there is a breakfast of some form that you get. Like <laughs> you know, there's there's a there's there's that and then you kind of roll throughout the day and I don't have a set time for lunch and but at some point in time you know we all kind of meander in the same space mm-hmm. and then we don't have a set dinner time like my husband jokes and says our dinner time can be anywhere from you know 5 30 to 10 30 or later at night sure, like sure. there isn't it just kind of <laughs> depends on what's going on but there is a certain rhythm to our day. And, mm-hmm. a, and a lot for us, a lot of that centers around, like, prayer. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and I think there are things, like, my kids know every morning they're going to see me reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes it's not about maintaining their, isn't it necessarily about what you're having the children do as part of that routine? It's what they're seeing you do. Uh, I agree. <laughs> and so, so like, for me, like, the kids know, like, it's going to be, I'm going to be doing my readings in the morning. Like, mm-hmm. nothing really starts until we do that. And... And then at nighttime, you know, there there are bedtime prayers. And so mm-hmm. sometimes I think simple rituals that are not disturbed by the coronavirus, they are not disturbed by protests, Good they are point. not disturbed by riot, mm-hmm. we can maintain those mm-hmm. even in the midst of chaos. Mm-hmm. And so I think establishing things like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Become really important in the mm-hmm. face of this, whether it's a bedtime story, um, but just something that you do. I like that. And that is perfect for you. And I think it's a great example. And perhaps those listening can take that and tweak it and make it their own or do Mm -hmm. it exactly the same way you're doing it. But the message is very clear and very valuable that there are some things we do have control over. And what you're mentioning is those things that you have control over inside your home and to maintain that stability to the best of your ability stability mm-hmm. and the best of your ability there's something to that and and to continue to do that not just for your kiddos but also for you i like that and and it's hard i i i'm in a different spot than you where i have my independent adult-like children who are returned back home and so now we have four or five who knows sometimes six stealing adults. that term listeners i'm stealing that term adult-like children <laughs> i totally get that if you have 20 somethings you know what she's talking about and it's adult-like. awesome you love it you love it and they're trying to figure it all out and it's great but now we have all this independent thinking going on but i'm still the mom I can still be that person that says, okay, everybody stop. Let's meet outside and let's let's sit around the campfire or let's do something like that. It's just to find some sense of stability so that we can talk and so that we can reconnect because family is important. Whatever your family is, Well, and our important. 20-somethings have questions too. Absolutely. I mean, parents, mm-hmm. if you're, your parents, talk to your 20-somethings. Mm-hmm. Talk to your teenagers. They have thoughts and opinions. And, and the one thing that I don't want to do is create – a generation of children that are that they 
tuned it all out. Mm-hmm. And and I will mm. tell you, like, there's been studies done where it shows, like, you know, children Ella, Ella's age and the, like, everybody talks about how kids are using too much, you know, media, so on and so forth. But there's also, since they've always had it, there's a whole bunch of them that could give two bits about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they know how to use it because they innately grew up with it, but it's it's just something that's there for them. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because they they actually do a much better job of turning off the noise than probably what some of the grown-ups do. Because yeah, they've they've grown up with it. They know nothing but that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I read like mm-hmm. you know, I read my book on the iPad, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like, but I don't need it after I'm done with my book. Yeah, I mean, like, it's There's, very interesting. Yeah. It's very different. It's not as quite of a fascination with it mm-hmm. as us newbies are at it. They're just used to it. Mm-hmm. But yes, kids' health is so incredibly important, and I think Kate and I—that's our sweet spot in our lives as people is that we do love on kids and we do want to make sure we do the best for kids but also we want to do the best by the adults as well and so pull those kiddos in tight and pull yourself in tight and your spouse or whoever you have and just love on them and try to find some stability and structure in the midst of who knows what's going on Mm -hmm. right Kate? Yeah, because the reality is we actually never knew what was coming our way. Mm -hmm. 2020 just brought it in full-blown focus. (laughs) Surprise! (laughs) Anyway, for now, this is Hashtag Everyone talking about Hashtag Everything. We'll talk to you next week.